You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I've heard of dolls and, and stuff like that happening to, the, well, yes, to them. Of course, but we've all heard of dolls. Yeah, but I don't think that this can actually happen to that kind of a product. I think that it can. I was doing some uh, <laughs> research on the internets, which, of course, everything on the internet is true. Well, yeah. That's... And it does seem to be a thing. It's a phenomenon. No, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think it necessarily applies to what you're actually talking about. And it dates back many, many years, Greg. It doesn't really, because I don't even think those existed many, many years ago. I'm not saying that, but like as a whole. The concept does. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll have to explain this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. They're available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. we got a lot of stuff to get to today. I do want to give a big... Big thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, my goodness. The Amazon link. wonderful for doing that. Is a, is a wonderful gateway to a wide world and array of products that you may be seeking. And by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com. That was a weird clicking, way to say it. Yeah, I was trying to do it more like an 80s, like grandiose. By the grandiose. way, I will say it's been a, you know, it's been a week since I have, I have purchased from uh, Amazon when I did get my skin wand by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicking on the Amazon week, uh, link. I love it. I'm just saying, like, I, that is, I am your purchase, very excited still happy about with my, your purchase. I'm still happy with my purchase. I'm very excited about it. Okay. And I feel like going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link really just added to my happiness. It's like the, it's like the, it's the icing on the cake. It's you know? the icing on the cake. Yeah, because you got your skin wand, but it really, it wouldn't have been as sweet without going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the That's Amazon exactly link. exactly it, Greg. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah, yes. there we go. So there it is, everybody. Uh, put the icing on the cake of your life by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. That might be a new catchphrase we're working on. Mm. Uh, okay, we've got a bunch of stuff to get to today, but uh, Sarah, I'm, I'm going to say this, preface this, I think you're a little bit influenced by last night. That's what the problem is, what's no. going on. But why don't you explain, seriously, this sounds like something that I would be talking I will about. Say, okay, what, I will say this. What, what happened to you today? Okay, so I swear this is what happened. Uh, so Greg and I were um, sitting in here, and Greg was being his usual charming self, being like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Did you make coffee? What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And I'm like, I don't know, Greg. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. We can talk about uh, the thing that we did last night, which, we'll, which we will, but if we have something else, we'll do I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to go use the restroom. So I left the room. You know, pulling my hair up because he's very irritating. And um, I'm this is a very one sided story. And, and also, you about asked half me for true. my story. You asked about, me for my story. I would say it's about half true what, on what happened. What I'll, halves are I'll true. I'll give my side of the story after okay. this. Okay. So we'll I walked down version. the hall, and uh, if you've been in our building, basically, you know, we have a bunch of businesses on the floor, and there's a men's room and uh, a men's bathroom and a women's bathroom. The women's is down the hall. So as I was walking down, I thought I heard someone in the bathroom. So I'm like, oh, crap. So I, uh, so I waited outside. And I heard the paper towel dispenser go off, and I heard like the zzzz, like someone, you know, had waved their hand in front of the paper towel dispenser. So I stood there for a minute, and then I looked at the door, and I saw that it was vacant. So I'm like, oh, okay, there's nobody in there. And I went inside and looked, and the paper towel dispenser's red light was still on, like somebody had just waved the sensor, but there was nobody in there. Therefore, this isn't the first time this has happened to me either. I believe that the paper towel dispenser on our floor is haunted. You think the paper towel dispenser, the automatic paper it towel dispenser, it has to have a sensor. It's sensing something, and it's also actually been like when I'm washing my hands, and it's like on the other side of the room, and then uh -huh. all of a sudden it'll—I'm in no like no way facing it, knowing the vicinity of it—and it'll just start 
dispersing paper towels. Okay. Um, there's two different things here. I want to address your paper towel thing. I do think I should tell the story from the beginning of just how Why? this all happened. I already happened. told it wonderfully, and we don't need to repeat the same thing. That's well, I mean, it's radio. not really repeating the same thing. I just think there's a I couple of different sides. I said it sides. exactly as accurate as it was. Well, all right. Here's how I recall it. And then, then we're going to discuss this paper towel dispenser theory that you've got. So I was sitting in here. Um, you know, I got here early and uh, working on a bunch of stuff for the show and trying to work ahead and handling some accounting things and, you know, doing a lot of responsible things in here at our studio in Southeast Portland. And as I'm sitting here working, I'm so like, responsible. Well, time's ticking on by. Somebody hasn't showed up yet. And uh, I guess it's just... And then suddenly... <laughs> and then bursting through the door uh, came Sarah. I'm like, oh, great. So we're going to be... Uh, she's going to be here, you know, and uh, we're going to get a lot of work done. And she burst through I and she's said like... That- oh. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Like, you seem a little bit sweaty. And she's like... Uh, I walked here and I'm a little bit sweaty from that and I'm and I'm getting some miles and I'm like, okay, that's that's awesome. Um, I'm really proud of you is what I said. And I was like, you know, I think that's really yeah, a great accomplishment. Uh, walking day. I have already hit uh, 4.3 miles. Today. And I told her, you know, you wouldn't know that you've walked that because you're just glistening. And it's you just clearly listening? not sweat. Is that what you, you don't say anything nice This to me. is what I said. This no, is how I recall didn't. it. You said, like, I said something very ew, nice. why are you sweating? <laughs> I recall saying, oh, my gosh, what a beautiful image that's ew, walked through the store so right sweaty? now. why are you so sweaty? That's what he said. And, uh, yeah, and that's, that's how I remember it happening. And then we're sitting in here, and Sarah's, you know, once again, she storms in and out a lot. Um, you know, I'm just quietly working and, and getting a lot of stuff done over here. And uh, I'm like, oh, Moe, I'm really looking forward to the show today. I say things like that. And then as that's going on, uh, you know, Sarah bursts out the door, and I hear her clump, 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 going down the hallway. You can the, hear clumps because I'm wearing the, my running shoes. Go down the hallway. Oh, I'm to sorry, the unless bathroom. you're saying I weigh an excessive amount to where, like, every step I no. take is just echoed throughout the hallway. No, it's like a delightful little, like, oh, it's this building's full of life kind of noise. You know, clump, clump, clump. You better and, be careful. <laughs> you're treading a fine line here, mister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should not make a clump, clump, clump. You know when you wear your boots, though, you make a clump sound. Well, yeah, when I'm wearing my heeled boots, I make a clump. Okay, well, you weren't making a clump sound. Uh, clump sound rescinded. Clump sound rescinded. I misremembered clump. that. And uh, anyway, you went down there, and then you come, uh, like, sprinting down the hallway and burst open the door and exclaim that, oh, my God, the paper towel dispenser is haunted. You won't believe what happened. And that kind of brings us up to the point of It does. And then are. so anyway, I was telling Greg and he's like, oh, that's nice. Let's uh, – does my hair look OK? You know, it's usually like one of our conversations. Yeah. Always what? asking Me? how he oh. looks. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and so I start looking for my stories again because I'm like, well, clearly, you know, it doesn't interest Greg. So therefore I can't talk about it because, you know, whatever Greg wants. Uh-huh. So I started looking at my stories, and the first story that I saw when I go to uh, my websites when I'm collecting stories for World of Crazy was a reshared story from 1984 about a haunted toaster. <laughs> Greg, okay. appliances and electronics have been being haunted for years, for decades. A haunted toaster. And I sh- it was such a weird uh, – Greg, I shit you not. Drink if you're playing the game at home. Yeah, it was the first story that I said. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is meant to be. Like, maybe that was, you know, it's a coincidence because, like, I just told you about the haunted paper towel dispenser. And then, bam, right here on a site that a website that I go to every day, it's talking about a haunted toaster. So there's a, a little video from it uh, from this couple who lived in Florida in 1984. And uh, they purported to have a haunted toaster that would uh, burn satanic messages <laughs> into their toast. Well, that and just sounds also, kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, 
But so since this is uh, not a visual medium, I will say after watching the video, uh, they said that they got this toast out of out of their haunted toaster, and it's a burned piece of toast, and clearly like cut into it with a knife. It says Satan lives or something. <laughs> but uh, they also say that the toaster speaks to them and that it moves by itself. Here, I have a little bit of audio from this if you'd like to hear a little about the okay. uh, 1984's haunted toaster from the Today Show. All right, I want to hear a little bit about this, but then I want to get back to your paper towel dispenser theory. Okay. And into the swing of it, it gets it becomes normal. I mean, after you've seen a haunted toaster. Right here where it says put one slice, we heard, I am the devil. What kind of voice did the devil have? Um, a, a very low voice, I'd say, sounded like Eli Wallach. Have you saved any of this satanic toast? Yes, I did save it because I wanted to be sure. Yeah, so this is when she holds up a burned piece of toast that clearly that has Satan lives. or that somebody lives. else would see it. Now this one... Can you see that, Richard? Satan lives. Uh, just terrible. Is the toaster still possessed? I, I, we're, we still have trouble off and on with it, yes. <laughs> What's happening now? So she's trying to put a piece of toast into the toaster, and it keeps popping back up. So it's clearly haunted. All right, so then the toaster started moving, and then it just burst into flames. <laughs> no way. No, like the fire started coming out at the top of it. <laughs> Is this a... You know, when all is said and done, it makes good toast. For today, Boyd Matson, NBC News, Boca Raton, what? Florida. This is clearly fake. It was something that aired on the Today Show, and it's probably fake. But uh, well, maybe it's not fake. It's real for the woman. Okay. It wasn't like made as a as like a prank thing. This By the way, a- that's how I want to prank someone now. I wish I had the ability to like go in and mess with a toaster in a store. So that when you that when somebody makes toast, it prints out like Satan on it just to really see if it. Well, like, they takes make off. they make specific toasters that like print. Well, no, not on one of those. Things. No, a regular toaster just to see if you can find somebody who would buy it and then be freaked out that they have a haunted toaster. That's what I would want to do. Like out meddling of all time appliances, a toaster seemed like it'd be. It would be haunted. the most haunted. Yeah, but I mean, I think the thing that made me more most nervous about the okay. haunted paper towel dispenser in our bathroom here on this floor is because the sensor light was still on. Okay, so there's a couple of things here, you know, because I'm a fan of conspiracy theories, and we're going to explain what we did last night too, which was really cool, and which is I, I think maybe part of the precipice of all of this. Um, you know, our building here in Southeast Portland, where our studio's at, it's it's a big building. There's a lot of other businesses in here, um, but there's there's bathrooms on the floors, so. What I'm thinking is this, because our building has been around for a little while. There's a lot of businesses that come in and out, and there's so many uh, – pretty much every room is soundproofed, basically. Well, kind of. Not – I mean, not necessarily, but I mean, you don't really know unless somebody's no. making a big racket. Unless like, they're blast, yeah, unless they're like hammering something into the walls or yeah. yelling or – Yeah, but I mean people We're are – probably the loudest. People, people are having conversations <laughs> all around us that we can't hear. Yeah. You know, there's lots of stuff that's going on in this building. Probably some seedy stuff. We've talked about it before. I think – I think that you have two different things here. Either that paper towel dispenser is indeed haunted. Mm, that and was Satan it. has there, yeah. Satan has taken hold of the uh, paper towels and is just trying to waste paper towels because that's the evil thing to do and just spit them out when it's not needed. Or I mean, it's very wasteful. Not only is he bad, for the, he's evil, but he's super evil because he's being negative toward the environment. He's wasteful. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's being mm-hmm, wasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, or we have a situation. Where we've got a bathroom ghost. Now, that's the other thing. All right. Some kind of pervert that's in there, pervert ghost. All right. That is so funny that you say that because now that we're talking about this, 
That's weird. So the the paper towel thing happens a lot. But also in that bathroom, there's a twist light, you know, like a timed light that you turn on. And every time I go in, I turn it up to 30, to like 30, 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. To You're make in sure. there for 30 minutes? No, but just so it doesn't go out because okay. I've been in there yeah. before when the light goes out. No, that's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. But I've had it before where I've twisted it all the way up to 30. And then as I'm in the restroom, all of a sudden the lights go out and then the paper towels once would be like, Bzzz. Whoa. It's a pervy ghost. So we may have a bathroom pervert ghost. I do get a little scared when the lights completely go out because you have to, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, I get uncomfortable when the lights go out when I'm in the Oh, bathroom. it could be ghosts of prostitutes from days of yore. Well, there were prostitutes in the building. There we were do know lots that of toots, in one yes. of the businesses. Yes, the uh, Thai Le- hot stone legitimate massage. Legitimate prostitutes. They yeah. were on that back page thing. And there could be some in this building, too. I mean, there's a number of businesses We don't really venture upstairs a lot. I, I don't go up there. I no, mean, I never do. I'm not going to bother anybody else. Mm-hmm, and that's where the toots were before. They could be me. up there right now. Hey, if they're tooting, that's their business. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to judge. But I don't think this sounds like a toot. This sounds like a pervert. Yeah. That's hanging out in the women's bathroom. Because it doesn't happen in the men's. So this must just be a women's bathroom pervert that's hanging out in there. A ghost, obviously. Yeah. So that's that's the situation you have. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I think that's probably. Well, I don't think likely. I'm alone. I mean, not only does the lady with the um, you know has the haunted toaster, but there's all all types of haunted technology throughout the throughout the ages. Haunted cell phones, you know, cameras that take pictures of unexplained things. There are televisions uh-huh. that pick up weird sounds. Right. The, again, the haunted toaster from nineteen eighty four. Yeah, you really focusing I'm on the banking, haunted toaster. I'm banking on the haunted toaster yeah. because that really. Seems, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry about your experience. Well, with- how can you be so like dismissive of me when you're like all Mister Conspiracy Theory guy? I love all that stuff. This just doesn't sound. I don't know about this. I don't so you know like more? So you don't believe in haunting so much as you do like random ridiculous conspiracy theories? No, I mean I believe in both clearly. Um, but okay, so. This is all coming from what we did last night. So Sarah and I, uh, (laughs) there's some great uh, ideas coming through in the live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live. I'm going to have to pick up on a couple of those here in a minute. Um, Sarah and I last night went with Aaron Duran and Bean from Geek in the City, and we went to another escape room. Yeah, it was rad. Which, if you haven't been to an escape room, I was trying to think how to actually describe it. It's like an interactive Puzzle. Puzzle game uh, experience uh-huh. that you're in. And so so this one we went to, it's called Labyrinth. That's the name of the uh, company, Labyrinth yeah. Escape Rooms. And it's in downtown Portland. And we went there last night. Which I was really excited for. I'm like, oh, Labyrinth? And that's a different kind of Labyrinth. Which yeah, it's okay. not Labyrinth. It's still just, yeah. The name's just Labyrinth. Mm. Um, but the one we went to was a, a newer one that they've got there. And it's, it's the conspiracy theory room. So the way these things work is you walk into this room and it's all set up like a – Almost like a mad scientist lab. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and st- everything in there is interactive, and and if it's cl- not, you're aware that it's not right. Like yeah. if it doesn't move, then yeah, right, then it's not interactive. Yeah. But uh, but virtually everything in there is, and there's locks and all kinds of different things. You have to figure out puzzles to open up a door, to get a key, to open one lock, to start onto a different puzzle, and it's a lot of fun. And you have 60 minutes to solve it. And this one was all based around various conspiracy theories. God, it was really hard. Oh, yeah. And I love conspiracy theories. It was a really difficult one. Uh, But we did solve it. So you have 60 minutes to solve it. And if you don't in 60 minutes, then you fail. And, you know, that's it. You still have fun, uh, but you you don't win it. We solved it with eight seconds left. There's there's like one thing that your whole Literally goal is. Literally eight seconds left. We had eight seconds left out of the 60 minutes when we solved the, the puzzle. So I was pretty proud of our whole group. I there. was super proud of us. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, so we we did that last night. But because it was conspiracy theory based, you know, that's kind of in my wheelhouse. I I contributed a little bit, no more than anybody else, to this thing. Mm. But it's it, that's definitely stuff that I love. Sarah always makes fun of me for my conspiracy theories, but yet now today you're talking about a haunted ho- toaster or a haunted. Uh, a paper towel I don't dispenser. understand why you think a haunted paper towel dispenser is so far out there because I actually fell down some conspiracy wormholes after doing this thing. Okay. I mean, we talked about it earlier this week that I read a lot of those websites before I go to bed, which is why I never sleep and I have really messed up dreams. So why don't you tell me which ones that you're looking at right now? I'll I'm let try- you know if I've, I've heard them before. I'm trying to find some like creepy music to play in the background. Ooh. Oh, that's very conspiracy theory. All okay. right. So these are conspiracy theories you found online. I found that online. You want to share with yeah, me. I found these. So these are some of the some like trending more recent conspiracy theories. I mean, maybe not well for recent people, but things that have just kind of recently come out. I want to know if you've heard of these. Okay. All right. Because I read a lot of these before I go to bed, but I definitely don't know all of them. All right. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that the Beatles never existed? I've heard the theories that you know. Paul's dead and mm-hmm. that he's an imposter that's playing him. No, that the Beatles never existed. There is a, uh, a conspiracy theory that from the moment they began, the Beatles were a fake band staffed by a revolving cast of almost identical actors. And there is a website <laughs> completely committed really? to focusing on the different Beatles' eyebrows and how much they changed over the years. And, and analyzing how you could tell, the differences. And how you could tell the different Beatles from each other. So it's like an Andrew W.K. kind of thing, mm-hmm. where there's rev- supposedly revolving actors that yes, play him. Yes, yes. But the Beatles, I guess, never existed. They were always just put together, and like there was no one John Lennon or Paul McCartney. What's the website that does this? I, I suppose I could just look up Beatles conspiracy. TheBeatlesNeverExisted.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, all right, look, at, look that all up right. later because I'm still talking to you. I will totally look that up okay. later. I will definitely fall down that rabbit go. hole. All right. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that President Obama can control the weather? <laughs> Did you ever hear I that? Mean, I actually have heard this one. I've I heard, heard multiple one ones before. about how he's a lizard person. It's been alleged that he has deliberately manipulated the weather to deflect attention away from the White House <laughs> in times of scandal. <laughs> so Obama causes hurricanes when when there's a scandal. For example, in May of 2013, a mile-wide tornado struck more Oklahoma, killing some people. And truthers suggested that uh, Obama caused the disaster on purpose <laughs> to distract from a series of governmental controversies that he did not want people paying attention to. Yes, he has the power to control the weather. Oh wow! Right, of course, there's um, that one's pretty amazing. There's the the Earth is flat. We all still know there are still flat Earthers. There's out still there. a lot of those Earth flat Earther people yeah, out there. there. It to surprises be more me. Uh, like Shaq said something about it the other day. I don't know if he was joking or not. I, I would think he would be joking. Probably. Uh, you know. hope so. All right. Do you know what it means if That'd someone... Be a sweet... I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the controlling the weather. Like, he can control it with his mind? I don't know if it's with his mind. Like well, a he is a lizard thing. person, so he probably can with his mind. Yeah, have you ever looked up... There's there's ones with Obama where um, they'll slow down some video and they say that it's his eye blinking sideways. Like oh, yeah. Room. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly, like, zoom way in on this grainy little video of his eye and it's clearly just a light moving across. <laughs> yeah, it's his eye blinking sideways like a lizard... <laughs> It's like, it's proof he's a lizard person. All right. Have you ever okay. heard of the conspiracy theory? I like this. Theory? I want to hear some more. Have you ever heard of the conspiracy theory that Saddam Hussein had a Stargate? <laughs> 
All right, this is a theory on the internet <laughs> that the second Gulf War was waged in order to close a stargate owned by Saddam Hussein, thus preserving the ambitions of the New World Order and preventing an alien invasion of Earth. Okay, wait. You're going to have to start that one over again. I, I got lost. I was concentrating on Stargate. I got lost as to why. What does it mean to start? That means like a kind of a, a, a transport Well, sure. Area, a Stargate right? is something used to open up a portal to another dimension mm. or another world. Possibly another could be a wormhole opening up something across the universe. All right. So Saddam Hussein had a Stargate. The theory is that the second Gulf War was, was waged in order to close the Stargate personally owned by Saddam Hussein, thus preserving the ambitions of the New World Order and preventing an alien invasion of Earth. So, <laughs> Saddam Hussein, I think, was trying to bring the aliens to Earth, but the and New we, World Order was like, him. no, we're going to go no to war aliens. with you to stop the Stargate from opening. No, Saddam Hussein, don't bring the aliens into mm -hmm. the world. Okay, all right. So he's kind of like a Loki in this situation. Uh, there's a website that you can go to. I don't even know. Biblioteca Pileides. I don't know. It's a, It looks very, very non-suspicious. <laughs> it looks super relevant. <laughs> uh, in the uh, live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, I'm seeing some people uh, chat here. Creamy just said uh, hashtag woke as fuck. So oh, yeah. Oh, Sarah, yeah. Is, Sarah is making us all woke today. <laughs> don't ever say that again. Oh, God. I'm going to go to the gym later and get swole. Okay. All right. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that Saved by the Bell was actually a vehicle for the Illuminati to get out their messages? <laughs> Wait, how? Do they have examples? Well, it turns out that Saved by the Bell was riddled with hidden messages endorsing Satanism. Okay, wait, I want to hear, well, I mean. So if you go to okay. IlluminatiWatcher.com, <laughs> that's how you can find it out. I love Again, that there's somebody out there spending their entire waking life trying to. Well, yes, there are multiple websites, but find... mostly this particular one uh, exposes the true intentions of the show's creators and, his, and its stars, as well as the hidden message in the theme to. Oh, wait, there's, wait, open link and new tab. Oh, shit, it says there's a hidden message. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of morning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm gonna pause it real quick. Wait, what am I listening for? There's a secret message There's in the song? There's a secret satanic message. Oh, played backwards. All right, so it plays it backwards. Okay. All right, and here's the sign. Here's the... It played... Play it for it supposedly says, man, I miss my Satan. We're all saved. Man, I miss my Satan. Wait, okay, let me, let me hear it again. Let me hear it again. Okay, so, uh, totally. I believe it. That is true. That was fact, everyone. You all just heard that. Yes, yeah, so that was the hidden track in You're there. You're sitting Also, of course, uh, Hitler is still alive. Well, yeah. Yes, rumors are circulating since the seventies. Along with Tupac, Elvis, Biggie. Exactly. Yeah. Also, uh, but on the internet, though, specifically, hundred twenty-five-year-old uh, Adolf Hitler has been responsible for various world disasters. <laughs> He's still out there meddling with everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. He is meddling. Um, I don't know what this is. Let me see if you do. Do you know what the Large Hadron Collider is? Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's not a conspiracy theory. What is it? That, oh, wait, well, it has a conspiracy theory around <laughs> oh, it. Oh, there's tons of them around it. 
I mean, have you heard the yeah, have you heard the conspiracy theory that it is the is it hadron? Is that how you say it? Uh, large hadron collider. Yeah, the large hadron That's collider is a device for awakening an Egyptian god. Okay, well, they did discover the god particle, and also there's the potential if they slam atoms into each other in just the right way, they could create a black hole on Earth and destroy all of humanity, or all of, not just humanity, destroy the Earth. All right, yeah, well, it's a, it is, in fact, a multidimensional portal intended to awaken Osiris, the Egyptian god of death. Okay, yeah, that one's, that's believable. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that Jay-Z is a time-traveling vampire? No. You've never heard that? I've but I actually want heard to believe that, that. I've heard the one about um, Nicolas Cage is a time-traveling vampire. Oh, no. Jay-Z. Jay-Z is a time-traveling vampire. Okay. Now, there are vast regions of the internet devoted to explaining why Jay-Z is part of the Illuminati. Like, of course, you know him and Beyonce rule the Illuminati. We all know this. Um, oh, Hadron. I, I always just read it. I never actually say it. So I, it, it, I always just said it Hadron in my mind. So I guess there are photos on the internet... Um, that people look at that uh, prove, of course they prove, that Jay- Okay, <gasps> okay. Okay, let's get to the bottom of this. So Jay-Z is potentially a time-traveling vampire. Not potentially, Greg. He absolutely is so a time-traveling why, vampire. So why is he so time-traveling as I a vampire? I just posted a picture in the chat, which we will attach to this thing. Apparently there is a picture from the past, which was taken in New York in 1939, that looks exactly like Jay-Z. And it is now being said that he is, in fact... The Illuminati's number one time-traveling vampire. There's no way that could just be a black man from 1930. No, 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 no. Who happened to be sitting on a corner in New York. No, at that time. absolutely not, Greg. Can you stop it being It would have out? to be. You sound like a crazy person. I do sound crazy. That's obviously Jay-Z. That's that just obviously Jay-Z, and he's obviously a time-traveling vampire. Clearly. What, yeah, what, how does the vampire part come into it? What, do vampires need to time-travel? Because if he's a vampire, you just existed in 1933. He's just lived up until now. Yeah, that's true. But he's yeah, time- other Suman's asking the same that's question. That's true because it would be a moot point to be a time traveling vampire. Well, I mean, it's a bonus added onto it, I guess. Oh. But why would he be? All right, I'm kind of having fun with this. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going because I. Yeah, no, I'm it. curious about some of okay. the other ones too. So all Jay-Z, right. so Jay-Z, so Jay-Z so is a time-traveling vampire. Jay-Z is a time-specifically tra- a time-traveling vampire. There's a big one with the Illuminati thing, too. That's the one I've always heard about, Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, with like the... Yeah, that he's a part of the, the Illum- Illuminati symbol. And, yeah, him and, and Beyonce. And Lady Gaga. Lady, okay, Lady him Gaga's and Beyonce, one of the big Illuminati Lady Gaga, people. all yeah. of them, yeah. Greg, have you ever heard of the conspiracy theory that the moon does not exist? Uh, yeah, that I've heard. What did you hear that it was? That it's projected. That it's a hologram. Yeah. I have uh-huh. never heard this. Yeah. Uh, there is a theory that the moon ha- does not and has never existed. It's a hologram put there by persons unknown. Once you fall down, moon conspiracies are actually in my wheelhouse when I, before I go to sleep. Moon I read a lot of space ones. Oh, there are so many conspiracy theories about the moon. Like the dark side of the moon? Uh, part of the dark side of the moon. Mm. Um you know the dark side of the moon is an actual thing. It's not just a Pink Floyd album, right? I'm sorry, you didn't say that in the right voice. You, you know, it actually, there is a dark side of the moon. It's not a Pink Floyd album. Ugh. No, so there's theories, yeah, not only about the you know the landing, whether or not we landed on there. There's theories that it's hollow, that it has alien bases on it, oh, that's that funny Nazis that you, are on there. It's funny that you bring up hollow because I don't have hollow about the moon, but I have one about the Earth, that the Earth is in fact hollow. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the Earth is hollow and accessible via uh, via portals in the North and South Poles. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you can actually travel through the Earth. Yeah, there's a whole world down there. Wow. Supposedly a military expedition, I believe. Uh, yeah, the... there are also um, lost Viking colonies inside of there. Yeah, probably. Makes sense. The moon is hollow. This is some real doctor science stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm really believing it all. Um, have you heard of the time cube? Where uh, one day, where, like today, is actually four days happening at the same time. How does that work? Um, so this is... <laughs> uh, so let's see. It's a website that uh, that says a concept about where four days happen at once. Let's see. It doesn't quite... Okay. Never mind. I went on the uh, timecube.com to uh, figure out exactly what it meant by this, and it has expired. Oh, that's so that, I don't think they kept up on that their theory. theory has expired. Okay, I think their theory has expired. All right. Uh, have you ever heard that dinosaurs helped build the Great Pyramids? No, I have not necessarily read that one. Okay. So that's how they were able to move all of the. Uh, that is how the they stone. were able to move the heavy stones. Okay. Uh, Siri, can... I want a pet dinosaur. Would you own one if you could? No. Not even like a little one. That would be like owning a lizard. No, I don't want to own a lizard. No, it's not a lizard. It's a dinosaur. What's the difference? I mean, if it's, like, small and it's lizard-like. Yeah, but if it's one, not like a meat-eating one, but one that would, you know, like, uh... Why? I, if I had a pet, stuff. I want to be able to cuddle it. I don't want to... What if I'm you have, a like, a person. mini triceratops? Well, I mean, I guess that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and then, you know, it just, like, rams its head into, like, pillows and stuff. I, I want mean, a mini triceratops. I would take a mini triceratops. I yeah, suppose. see, you would want a mini a wo- dinosaur. A mini woolly mammoth, I would. Well, yes, everybody would want a mini woolly mammoth. That's not something. Wow, how outlandish of you to say. Everybody knows that. Everybody wants one of those. I'm talking about a mini triceratops. I think that would be a pretty fun, fun pet. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, did That's you? All. Let's see. So I have two more. Or if I could ride one, a big one. How cool would that be? Did you know that Hillary Clinton actually died in 2016? Oh, boy. And her body double has just taken her place the entire time. I remember hearing the Trumpers talk about the body double. Yeah. I mean, I definitely heard stuff about a body double, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that she'd actually died. I thought it was just a body double. No, she apparently died of that bout of pneumonia that she had in September of last year. And we've just had a substitute this entire time. Yeah, so it's been a body double the entire time. Um, Michael Jackson's still alive, because, of course. And... We are oh, all now currently living in a matrix-like situation, and billionaires are trying to break us all out of it. Um, Elon Musk actually made a statement saying that there is a very high probability that we are, in fact, living inside of a matrix. What's it like? We're plugged in somewhere? Yeah, that we're plugged in. We're a replication for some very, very far advanced either version of us or alien species. Oh, I'd believe that. Yeah. Oh, my God, I believe We're just a simulation theory. that's being run so they can do tests. We're a very complex computer program. What? Stop. You're making my head hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Right now, we're, we are Stop the Stop it. I don't program, like that. Stop. But we're unaware. They're, they compared it to like... What could you say? Like, All right. It's being said that... Uh, like yeah, if characters many... in a video game had consciousness, they wouldn't know they're in a video game. It's like robots who don't know they're robots, but you're not a robot sympathizer. Wouldn't that be the sweetest of ironies when you said you would have no empathy for robots, yet you yourself are a robot? Oh, boy. Oh, that would be the sweetest of vengeance. Oh, boy. 
Um, all right. So anyway, continuing on with that one. So um, it is claimed that many people in Silicon Valley are obsessed with the idea that we're all living in a matrix-like situation or simulation. Yeah. And uh, actually, two uh, techn- technology billionaires have gone so far as to secretly engage a plethora of scientists to work on breaking us, humankind, out of the current simulation that we're in right now. But if we're in a simulation, we can't. Because then we wouldn't exist. If we if we're in a matrix, okay, this is going too deep, but I could talk about this for a while. If we're in a matrix and there's actually a body somewhere, and we're just this is just our would mind. it be our body? I never really watched. I watched the first this. Matrix and I never saw the rest of them. No, oh, yeah, spoilers. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, your body is plugged into it, and your body's just being harvested. Yeah, because we're like too. sitting in like some sad like gray yeah computer room. And we're all right? just plugged into it, and they have like our, the our brains things. are plugged in. Yeah. yeah. But if we're a simulation, we don't exist at all. We're just a simulation in a program. We're a very, okay, very, I don't, very this highly actually, complex It's making program. me really uncomfortable. You may not exist. That's what it, that one is. None of us exist. So nothing means anything. Nothing means anything. Hmm. But they can end the simulation whenever they want. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Actually, I don't know. I don't want to waste my time worrying about this. This is why I don't sleep because I read yeah, this crap. This before is making I go to bed. me. This is kicking up my anxiety. Now a do you understand? Bit. You understand why? Why I don't do you sleep? read this? I shit? don't know. I don't know. That is a horrible idea. I need to stop. It's actually making me tense. Because especially I'm not, when you're, I'm not kidding. It's making me tense. when you're half asleep and you start thinking about it, and then you're like, "Whoa, wait a minute." It's like when you're laying there and you try to start thinking about like, "How do I really breathe?" Oh God, don't do that. I know because I do that. No, yeah. I do that too, and then I have to stop. <laughs> do I breathe? Like, really? You- God, we're finding things to worry about <laughs> and obsess know. over. This is stupid, okay? I know. That's what I've done, though. Like, I'll lay there sometimes that I can't stop. That's why, ultimately, medication was the best thing for me because that's when I would stay awake at night. Like, um, if I think about blinking, will I stop blinking? Like, those kinds of things. No, See, you're and not now you're thinking blinking. about blinking. You're not going to stop blinking. What about breathing? That's the stuff that keeps me up at night. <laughs> well, stop that because now you're messing with everybody well, else. Well, I'm sorry Blame because you Sarah just told that. me that we're all part of the Matrix and that uh, there's nothing I can do yeah, about it. Yeah, we don't it. exist. We're a computer simulation. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. And nobody else – everyone else is fine. <laughs> Screamy says first world problems. That's a pretty good point. <laughs> These are the things we're worrying about, everybody. All right. <laughs> just, I don't know if we need any world of crazy after that. Is I mean, there anything? I have a little bit of world is of there, crazy. Okay, sure. Let's just, just, let's just add on to it today. It's one of those days. Might as well, Greg. Oh, there's so many other conspiracy theories I could tell you about that would mess with your head. Well, actually, the first one I do have is not a conspiracy theory, but it's something weird, and I want to know if you've heard of it. So, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stellan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy, and we've all been living it for the last half hour. Okay, of have you heard of a place called Tonopah, Arizona? Tonopah? Tonopah. No. T-O-N-O-P-A-H. No. Tonopah, Arizona. Well, this place is in the news because a woman and her son, who were out for a walk in the desert in Tonopah, Arizona, stumbled upon what they called a mysterious pit in the middle of the desert. And it's a perfectly carved hole inside of the desert, and nobody knows where it came from. So this uh, this land <sighs> okay. was previously owned I by... I found a hole! No, it's a it's like a perfectly round, deep hole that they found that is just there after this uh, property was abandoned by the Federal Aviation Administration back in the fifties. So the property was turned over uh, to 
BLM. Oh, the Bureau of Land Management. I thought um, you were trying to sound out a word there. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for making fun <laughs> no, of me. I'm, just, I'm over here giving 100%. I know you are. To me. <laughs> well, since the 1950s, the hole has remained open, and it was just recently rediscovered by this woman and her son going for a walk. So uh, the BLM says the FAA still has access to the land as part of a uh, right-of-way grant, but the, but the FAA claims the hole has nothing to do with their operations, and the BLM has now decided to fill in the hole. So it's unsure what the pit was usually uh, was originally for. How deep was it? It doesn't say how deep it was, but it's kind of weird looking. It's a perfect circle, and it's what, just what is kind it of called? The, how do I look this thing up? It's called the mysterious hole in Topana, the mysterious pit of Topana, Tonopah. Oh, hello, dyslexia. Tonopah. Do you see why I said that? That sounded like you were sounding something else. Bogota. Uh, so if you are wandering around on a walk and you find any possibly dangerous abandoned structures, please report it. That is a tiny hole. That is not even like a few feet wide. Is that what it... Maybe I'm no, looking at the wrong it. thing. that's not the hole. I'm, uh, maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay. No, this hole is like perfectly... So anyway, it's the, <laughs> right. it's the mysterious hole of Tonopah. All right. All right. Uh, out of Fresno, California, local authorities are asking help to identify a naked woman that they Hey-o. found wandering down the streets in Fresno, California yesterday. Now, the woman's hair was wet when they found her around 3 a.m. This is real world of crazy scene. This takes a weird turn. The uh, woman's hair was wet when she was found at about 3 a.m. in Fresno, California, and she told officers that she, in fact, was a mermaid. Oh. And had just grown legs and was walking around on land, and that her name was Joanna. So the woman, okay. Sounds legit. Joanna, the maybe mermaid, had uh, two webbed toes on both feet and told officers that she had been in the water. But when they kept asking her questions about herself, she said, I don't know, I don't know, to most questions. Now, uh, she's five foot four, weighs about 150 pounds, and has brown eyes and brown hair. She was found walking down the mill- um, walking down uh, across from the Eagle Spring Golf and Country Club. Uh-huh. So if anybody's missing a mermaid and you are missing a girl named Joanna with webbed toes, please call. Or if you're missing a lot of meth or... uh, Please call 559-621-2455. Webbed toes on both feet. Mm -hmm. Mm. A 44-year-old man from Pennsylvania has been arrested for a DUI while wearing a shirt that said, Drunk Lives Matter. Wow. Yeah. Well, he was arrested. Elwood Gutshall the third. <laughs> Elwood Gutshall the third. Elwood Gutshall the third from Newville, Pennsylvania. Sounds like he'd be in a Christopher Guest movie. <laughs> right. Uh, Elwood Gutshall the third. Uh, how do you do? My name is Elwood Gutshall the third. Forty-four years old. Uh, Newville, Pennsylvania is my home. Well, he was pulled over for committing multiple traffic violations. Uh, so this happened when uh, Gutshall III was driving a Ford pickup truck near his home. Uh, Gutshall was subsequently arrested after cops determined he was under the influence of alcohol uh, beyond what could safely operate a motor vehicle. Uh, his no. test revealed that Gutshall III's uh, blood alcohol content to be uh, .22, three times the legal limit. He was charged with a DUI. And if you'd like to see that glorious mugshot, you can find it online where he's wearing a Drunk Lives Matter shirt. I do yep, have one more He story. looks like an Elwood Gutshall yeah, III. Elwood Imagine Gutshall. how upset Elwood Gut- Gutshall II is right now. 
About his Elwood, you're supposed to follow my foot or not follow my footsteps. Dang it, Elwood. Oh, you EG3? done done it, Elwood. Oh, EG3. Okay. That's what they call him. No, Elwood he's he's definitely Elwood. No, Elwood got all the... What is it? Elwood got Gutswall? How do you say his last name again? No, I can't get it. Uh, it was... Uh, oh, of course I just skipped by it, Greg. God damn it. Gutshall. Elwood Gutshall Third. Yeah, EG3. That's the nickname you'd have to go by. Either that or E-Guts. Oh, you know his buddies call him Guts. What's up, Guts? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. That's so accurate. <laughs> and finally... I tell a Florida man a plan and some meat. Man with a fan. A Florida man has been arrested after jumping off a bridge on Monday night to avoid capture while being chased by multiple police officers. Oh boy. For stealing a summer sausage. Mine first! David Randall Bertram, 41, was uh, detained for shoplifting $10.38 worth of summer sausage from a Publix. Oh, summer sausage is delicious. So good. So good. Uh, In Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Now, uh, David Randall Bertram was able to run off as he was being escorted to the patrol car outside of the Publix with summer sausage in hand. (laughs) How big was the summer sausage? uh, It was $10.38 worth of summer sausage. So I don't know. That's that's. Summer sausage is pretty expensive. Yeah, so that's probably not that big probably of a sausage. Probably just like a reasonable amount of summer sausage. Maybe All like right. a like six-inch right. summer one sausage. Day yeah. One day sausage. Uh, so he was on the run uh, after he was running around town with his summer sausage. The police saw him. He was ordered to stop but continued to run across lanes of traffic wow. on a highway and then onto uh, the Brooks Bridge in Fort Walton Beach where he jumped off the bridge into the ground approximately seven to eight uh, feet below, landed, and kept running. Nice. Well, another officer um, was able to get Bertram and ordered him to stop. Then he uh, used his taser when he refused to stop. Uh, at first, he resisted the taser and was given a second before he was captured. Well, he was booked in the Okaloosa County Jail on charges of providing a false name while lawfully detained, shoplifting a summer sausage, and resisting an officer without violence. He really likes his sausage. You know what? Summer sausage is delicious. Something's just worth it, you know? Mine first. All right. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. That's fantastic. Yes, isn't it, though? I mean, I don't applaud stealing, but I applaud that uh, dedication. That is dedication. You know, that's like, somebody who was committed to You can to take what he was me to jail, do. but God damn it, don't take you my summer sausage. You will not take mine versed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I've got a couple of things that I needed to get to. We do have some, some birthday questions that came in because okay. we do get some emails here at Fun Employment Radio. And I thought maybe, maybe I should handle one of those. One of these of these questions that's ruled sure. in. Sure. All right. All right. So you want to do that? No ball talk up. today? Yeah, we'll sk- skip ball talk. Okay, um, we'll do it tomorrow. Ball talk, long story short, uh, women's soccer players are not paid as much as the men. It's stupid. And uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks tweeted out a picture of people holding up Ks for strikes, which is what you do when somebody gets a strike in baseball. They hold up a K. They tweeted out a picture of three white men holding up Ks <laughs> and said, you can be one of us or something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> so, whoever oh, their intern, wow. social media intern was, realized afterward that, oh, yeah, that looks bad. And then they deleted it right away. Um, but it was too late. It's already out there. And that concludes this edition of Balta. That was awesome. All right. Uh, here's the, here's the uh, questions, the emails. Of course, you can send those in to 
funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And uh, let me pull it up here. We get a lot of emails. Uh, Jacob wrote in um, talking about how he was disgusted by your ranch shot that you put for the Oh, by disgusted, he was probably just perplexed. He's just trying to find the love inside of himself for it. Okay, that's what it was there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what it is. Okay, uh, so this question comes from uh, Jody. And Jody uh, writes in. She has a question about the birthday oh, rules. Oh, Jody's wonderful. Hi, Jody. Hi, Jody. And, you know, as we know, I am the proprietor of the birthday rules, oh, the writer of Society's Guide to Birthdays. And here's the question. She said, my birthday is Thursday the 6th, which is tomorrow, and I will be going out with friends to celebrate. They are the type to buy lots of shots for the birthday person. Oh. They insist on it. So Sounds nice like friends. You have some great friends. You do. She says, I enjoy the local bar atmosphere, but I'm not much of a drinker. Is it okay for me to have a designated willing person or two to take my shots Absolutely. for me? I will get to the bottom of this. This is birthday rules. I handle it. Go. I would definitely thank and notify the person purchasing the shot that I am not drinking and someone else will be doing it for me. This will give them the choice of continuing the purchase or not. I have thought of not going, but my friends want to celebrate since it's a big milestone. The idea was suggested by a couple of people, but I wanted to make sure that this would be okay according to birthday rules. All right. Jody, you came to the right person. Um, Jody, you came to the wrong person. um, These are the birthday rules. And uh, and I'm going to say this. Now, of course, one of the... Big tenets of birthday rules is if somebody wants to buy you a shot, you go ahead and take it. And when you're out celebrating your birthday, that's – or you you accept it or whatever. And uh, the main thing is you can't double dip by then like two days later hitting up the same people from our birthday drinks. But uh, you know what? We haven't really taken into account the, the fact that some people may not want to take the shots, yet they want to accept the shot to make the friend feel good. What you are suggesting is actually a wonderful solution. I think it's a great solution. As long as everyone is aware of what's happening, you're buying the shot, and there or go, you pass on said birthday shot to other person. Now, that doesn't count as a birthday shot that you're passing to the other person. So the drinker, the person you're passing them on to, that person can't count that as a shot bought for them for their birthday. The shot is bought for you for your birthday. You're just passing on I'm very a side confused. present. It's, it's, if you're so good at this, you should be like better at there, There's a flow chart. It. There's a flow chart to it. The answer is yes. You can definitely do that. The designated drinker, however, cannot take this as acceptance. This is just a bonus gift that they're getting. It's a bonus gift that they're getting. But it's really a gift to you to give to them. And it's all circular. And it's all uh, fine under the rules. Yes, it's absolutely okay. As long as everybody's on board. But you must let the person buying the shot know that's what you're doing. Yes. That's the key thing. Upfront communication is always a big important part of birthday rules. And Jody, it sounds like you're doing the right thing. You're on the right track. And I'm glad. Way to go, Jody. I'm glad I could help you out. You did out. everything right except for I'm asking glad for advice. my guidance has helped you to this point, mm-hmm. And I hope it uh, continues to guide you. And, uh, and we'll say happy birthday to you tomorrow. But your birthday's not today, so okay. I can't say it. That was it, Sarah. I just wanted to pass on. That was wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Suman asked, though, to clarify some birthday rules. Can the purchaser be the designated drinker? Oh, boy. You found like a loophole, like a time Well, loop I think there. that's absolutely. I'm going to answer this one. Yes, you can. What? You can buy the birthday shot for somebody else and then take it yourself? Yeah. That but if you say, like, as... hey, I want to buy you a shot. And they're like, oh, well, 
I can't really. I don't want to do a lot of shots. I'm like, well, how about I'll buy it for you and take it for you? Yeah, I think that's a that's a gift no. in and of itself. No, that's not how that works. You gift the the birthday person the shot. If they choose to give it back to you, that's their choice. But it's their choice on who they give it to. They get mm. to decide. You buy them the shot. Their call. You can't go. Hey, I'm going to buy you a birthday shot. I know you're not doing. It. I'm going to take myself. That's just buying yourself a shot. It has to pass hands. It has to switch hands to the birthday person, then they can divvy it out. Okay, I wish you'd It's their talking. choice for their birthday. Send us an email, funemploymentradio oh at gmail.com. Give us a call at 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, really do appreciate it. You're wonderful people. You really are wonderful people. Thank you for sharing Fun Employment Radio. You can follow us on Twitter at Fun Imp Radio. And if you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. That does actually make a big difference for us and, uh, and sharing it and letting your friends know. Let other people know about, about the show. It goes a long ways. That would be wonderful. It would be great. Mm-hmm. It would, Greg. It would. Coming up later on on today's show will be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Where they'll be talking about the Labyrinth Conspiracy Theory Escape Room that we, that we went on with them last night. It's a great show. Tune in live at 6.30 p.m. Pacific right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com, bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.